Story 13 of Bumper the White Rabbit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria de Fatima da Silva. Bumper the White Rabbit by George Ethelbert Walsh. Bumper needs a doctor. It was necessary for Bumper to show a certain amount of firmness with his newly made friends, and when he finally emerged from the hollow branch again, he made a little speech to the birds. If you don't mind, dear friends, he said, I must ask you to stop plucking me any more. I really can't afford to lose my fur. It's all the protection I have from the rain, and when winter comes, I'll need it to keep me warm. But a few hairs to line my nest with won't hurt you, pleaded Mrs. Phoebe Bird. No, replied Bumper firmly. If I let you have some, I must do the same to all the others. And I don't want to offend Towhee the Chairwink or Mr. Crested Flycatcher or any of the others. I want to be friends with all of you. The justice of this was recognized by all the birds, and they decided not to press the question but they were voluble with their expressions of admiration. I never saw such beautiful pink eyes before, remarked Piney, the purple finch. Nor such snow-white fur, added Mr. Pine Grosbeak. I never knew there was such a thing as a white rabbit in the world, said Rusty the blackbird. Bumper could not feel other than puffed up by such remarks but he tried to hide it from his new friends. Are all the rabbits in the woods brown or grey, then? he asked. I should like to see them. Do they live around here? Yes, replied the purple finch, but they're very much frightened and keep to their burrows since Mr. Fox came here to live. I should like to find them, sighed Bumper. The fact is, I'm lonesome and a little bit homesick, I'm not used to the woods, and I should dearly like to find some of my brown cousins so they could teach me things. I shouldn't think you needed much teaching, laughed the red-headed woodpecker, tapping the limb with his powerful bill. Any rabbit that can escape from Mr. Fox and climb a tree, as you did, must know a great deal. The other birds nodded their heads at this remark, and Bumper looks pleased at the compliment to his shrewdness still he said i'd like to meet my country cousins if i see any of them rusty the blackbird replied i'll tell them about you they'll be surprised to know of your coming the rest agreed to carry the news to the wild rabbits when they saw them and bumper knew that he would soon find his country cousins he felt that he would be welcome and safer with them there were so many puzzling things about the woods that in spite of his self-confidence, he was often embarrassed. This conclusion was further impressed upon him very forcibly a few hours later. When he was certain that the fox had left the vicinity for good, he crawled through his tunnel to the ground and began feeding on the wild grasses, leaves and strange plants that grew so thickly in the woods. Most of the plants were new to him. He hardly recognized any of them. Some were sweet and juicy, and others were so bitter that one taste was enough. No one could help him in the selection of his food, 
and he had to trust to his instinct but instinct isn't always a safe guide when one is not familiar with his surroundings now just what plant it was that disagreed with him bumper never knew his little stomach was so full of leaves and plants that when he first began to feel sick and giddy he thought it was due to overeating i'll just lie down in the shade now and rest he said then when i feel better i'll hop around and find a place to spend the night this was a wise decision but it wasn't a cure something he had eaten clearly disagreed with him instead of growing better he felt worse the longer he rested in time he was feeling so sick and giddy that if mr fox had appeared he would have made short work of bumper his groans soon attracted the birds and they flew to where he was lying and asked him the trouble i'm dying i think moaned bumper i must have eaten some poisonous plant and i know i'm dying the birds were startled by this information and they held an immediate consultation it's perhaps true what he says remarked mrs phoebe bird he's eaten some poisonous plant if we only knew what it was added the pine grosbeak we might help him there's an antidote for every poison yes assented the purple finch but not knowing the kind of poison we can't prescribe the antidote why not suggested the crested flycatcher give him all the antidotes and then we're sure to give him the right one rusty the blackbird laughed out loud at this suggestion why he said we'd stuff him so full of antidotes that he'd die anyhow no i think we'd better see mr crane what could he do he's no kind of a doctor indignantly remarked mrs phoebe bird the idea of calling him in rusty who was a jolly rollicking bird winked and added no he isn't much of a doctor it's true but he's got one medicine that nearly always works i'll go fetch him during the dispute that followed rusty slipped away and before the argument had reached a climax he returned accompanied by mr crane now dr crane said rusty smiling and winking see what you can do with the white rabbit i told you what ailed him he's eaten too much of something that disagrees with him then i can cure him gravely replied dr crane approaching bumper's side the other birds crowded around to see what he would do the appearance of mr crane in the role of a doctor was a new one to them and they were curious to see how well he would acquit himself let me see your tongue mr crane said solemnly bumper stuck out his tongue obediently for he felt so sick that he didn't care what happened to him that's good now i must look down your throat open it wide bumper readily complied and mr crane looked down it now hold it open mr crane continued don't close it until i tell you i won't hurt you then to the surprise of bumper and all the birds he inserted his long slender bill down the throat as if he intended to pull something out of it but he had no such intention he simply twisted the bill around gently bumper felt a tickling sensation in his throat and he wanted to gag but the bill prevented him the tickling went on for some time until bumper in spite of himself began to gag and retch 
Then, as suddenly as Dr. Crane had inserted his bill in the throat, he withdrew it. But Dr. Crane had accomplished his purpose. The tickling in the throat had started Bumper to vomiting, and all his dinner, including the poisonous plant, came up with a rush. It made him weak and faint, but the pain in his stomach was relieved. And when he was through, he looked up and said faintly, Thank you, Dr. Crane. I feel much better. And Rusty the Blackbird, flapping his wings, crowed with delight. What did I tell you? Dr. Crane carries an antidote for every poison in his bill, but it's a bitter medicine sometimes. End of story 13